Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. A little fashion advice from the big guy right before the show started, which is appreciated as we say hi on a Tuesday, February 20th. Hope you're doing well. Svisin, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, live downtown Las Vegas at the D. We've got a huge show coming up for you. I'll get to the guests in a second. A couple of things. The NFL quarterback news is coming hot and heavy. There is a prominent quarterback that could be on another team that you weren't expecting. We'll get to that in just a bit. Also, the Pittsburgh Steelers need to come to Jesus, and we're going to fix their quarterback room for them right here on Sharp Money before the show is over. Of course, you had Iowa State at Houston last night, a 10-3 matchup in college hoops, 73-65. The winner barely covering the 8.5 is Iowa State. However, Houston, who's one of those top three teams in the country with the win. They're 15 and 0 in Houston at the Fertitta Center. Your boy, Rick Patino, doubled down on being a donk. We'll get to him. The donkery is out of control right now in college hoops, which we shall discuss. As far as show business, we bring in the big guy to get us started today, who, quote, said to me this morning on the phone, I went hard at the gym yesterday because the competition is hot and heavy. Of course, Jonathan Von Tobel, one half of VEASAN primetime, joins us in studio on Mondays, and he said, you know, I have a regular schedule now, Jonathan said, and he said, I want to have a little competition with my guy, Dustin Sweetelson. Let's go ahead. Let's get healthy. Let's turn into a couple of Ryan Goslings and lose some weight. Dustin immediately got freaked out. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what to do. Started shaking. And then we guilted him because he's getting healthy. Guilted him into agreeing to the competition. So he weighed in yesterday, and I go to Dustin for the answer now. How much did you weigh, big guy? It wasn't good. I'm just going to tell you it wasn't good. Okay. I can make a lot of excuses that it was later in the day that I drank a gallon of water. But either way, it's not like the couple pounds that made a difference on was uh, was really going to matter when, when I say this number. I also have uh, JVT's number as well. But I weighed in yesterday after the show before my workout at 300. 
and 77 pounds. 377 pounds for the big guy, which is, as he told me this morning, all muscle, which I circled here, which is very important when we're talking 377. And Jonathan Von Tobel weighed in at? 300 point something. So 300, essentially. 300 pounds? I was shocked, too. I thought he was going to say like 285, 275. Okay. Now, the way the competition's going to go, the end date is September 5th. The Chiefs take on whom? We don't know, but it's the <laughs> NFL kickoff. So we'll take you from right now, well, actually yesterday, up until September 5th. Now, show business what matters here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. That is just an avalanche of picks. You asked for it, Sharp Money's going to give it to you. Thomas Gable, race and sports book director at the Borgata, sent us three college basketball plays today. Tyler Shoemaker, vcin.com betting analyst, will make his debut with the family video. He's got to play as well. Aaron Halterman, of course, Mr. Plus Money, the prince. He's got two on the ice. Mike Samich has got a couple of plays as well. And Andy the Plug, he already has plays underway in Champions League soccer. He's got more Champions League soccer for you with the plug coming up in just a little bit, but we should start here, and that is with Sharp Money Survivor. Now, I want to make sure that we give proper credit because this guy is grinding. Kevin McDonough, he had Iowa State catching the eight and a half last night. What does that mean? Sharp Money Survivor, pick or die? He survives. Dustin, I want to give credit to John Goulet for pushing this through and our buddy Ryan because I believe we have a little bit of an open for Sharp Money Survivor. Let's see it. How long can you last? It's time to see how the listeners of VEASAN do. Your best plays. Your best bets. Longest streak wins. We're going streaking! It's Sharp Money Survivor. Pick or die. That is beautiful. Great job, Goulet. Great job, Ryan. Thank you guys very much. We do appreciate it. As we have a survivor, Kevin McDonough. Now, this is pretty simple. If you want to be a survivor, you have to be a VEASAN pro. You can go sign up right now for as little as $9.99. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And again, you can email us, sharpmoney at VEASAN.com, and let Dustin know why you should be the next Sharp Money Survivor. Kevin McDonough, 1-0, so he survives until Tuesday. But also got to give the guy props because our plan could be working here. Kevin wanted to flex with his buddies in his golfing league, so he sent his video from Sharp Money yesterday. And what did he tell us, Dustin? You, got, you can actually read the text from Kevin McDonough. He said he sent the video to his buddies in his golf fantasy league, and they decided to become VEASAN Pro subscribers after seeing it. So my man Kevin doing the work, selling VEASAN.com to everyone out there. I love to see my, my man Kevin's out here slinging subs for us. Thank you, Kevin. And those two new VEASAN pros, you too can be a VEASAN Sharp Money Survivor. Go ahead. And we are getting a lot of emails over at SharpMoney at VEASAN.com. People still sending videos, and I appreciate it. Some guys sending some creative picks today. What I'd say is keep sending them because at some point Kevin's hot streak will end. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. At some point his streak will end, and on the following Monday after that, we will find another contestant to ride with. Yeah, Sharp Money Survivor resets every Monday unless somebody puts together a crazy streak, which would be five-plus days in a row into the following week. So I thought the best thing to do here is, Kevin McDonough, you have the T-Box. You survived. Dustin, you want to go ahead and set him up? 
This is Kevin going back to college basketball. Also in a tough spot. Tough spot. No NBA to deal with. Has to go college basketball with his play today. This is what Kevin McDonough's riding. Now to cut right to the chase, tonight's play of the day for me is St. Mary minus six and a half over San Francisco Dons. Um, they played a month ago, and St. Mary's beat them by 17. So uh, if I was a financial institute, this is where I would say past performance is not indicative of future results. But St. Mary's is, has been on fire lately, and they also have the eighth-best defense in the country. So um, Ken Palm has this at about eight points. And I'll gladly lay the six and a half points with St. Mary's over San Francisco. That's my VEASAN sharp money play of the day. Kevin McDonough. Hey, somebody called the Better Business Bureau because that dude is all business. So McDonough with a lid, too. Shout to you, Kevin. And he's got a ranked St. Mary's team. The Don's coming to town. Seven and a half right now at DraftKings. That's late night. So Kevin, I think he's on the East Coast, so he's going to be sweating that one out, big guy. Late night with the Don's and the Gales. Look, you want to take, I'm assuming when it comes to contests like this, since it is a survivor aspect, Want to find the favorites you want to ride in these spots would be my assumption because the market indicates those teams will win. And Randy Bennett's a guy I like betting on. <laughs> thank you. But thank you, Dustin. That was very succinct. That was well put. And good luck to you, Kevin McDonough, as he survives Sharp Money Survivor. Okay, let's get into And I know, Dustin, you saw it in the Visa newsletter. You were one of the experts on Houston, excuse me, Iowa State, not necessarily to win, but to cover the eight and a half. Remember that number between a top 10 matchup in Houston last night, that number got all the way up to nine and a half. And then as we were doing the show, started to buy back there as far as Iowa State. Some shops closed eight and a half. We closed, excuse me, eight. Some sh closed eight and a half. We closed eight and a half. So ergo, you got the half point win for McDonough and all the experts I think Bill was talking about somebody emailed him and said, you know what? When everybody's going one way, including all the visa experts, I got to bet now on Houston and that's a loser. Make sure pay attention to the newsletter, vison.com slash subscribe. But let's discuss this game a little bit. This was a wild one. If you had the under, I would like to say my condolences, 133, because obviously you see the 138. 51, big guy, 51 first half points between Iowa State and Houston. And the second half, 87. It became a free throw fest. Now, one of the things we talked about in the handicapping of Iowa State and Houston was, remember, home court matters as far as the whistle. And while there was an imbalance in aims earlier in the year when Iowa State handed Houston their first loss of the year, we knew that it was going to get right. And Calvin Sampson was going to make sure it got right. And it did. Free throw attempts for Iowa State, 15 in the game. Free throw attempts for Houston, 32. Now, they hit 24 of them, right around 75%, the Cougars, which is, again, they're 241st in the nation, worse than the Big 12, free throw shooting. So that could bite them come tournament time, but they made just enough 
not necessarily to cover, but again, the imbalance and remember this when betting home teams and obviously when there's a get right spot or a makeup spot, these referees, they hear everything. They are human beings and you had more two to one imbalance on Houston as far as free throw attempts. And again, the free throw attempts are going to kill your totals. If you had the under at the half, there were 51 points total. And then all you're sitting here, you're like counting your money. Next thing you know, there's an explosion because of late in the game, a tight game. You're going to see free throws. So 87 second half points. Jamal Shedd. We should discuss the two guards, Emmanuel Sharp and Jamal Shedd. First off, Shedd is the toughest player in the country. He is a stud, the point guard there for Houston. He put his team on his back, which is what he does. And then Emmanuel Sharp was important as well. So Shedd had 26 and Sharp had 20. But when Cryer and Roberts got into foul trouble, you know, Roberts and Shed, they stepped up, and that was important for the team, including Sharp. And essentially, this is a Houston team that you're not going to outwork defensively. They're always going to beat you up that way. I was a little surprised to see Iowa State hung on the boards. It's a very well-coached team, tries hard. You see they didn't quit at the end. But again, Shed and Sharp carried this team in the backcourt. Cryer Roberts followed trouble, and now first place by themselves in the Big 12. Year one in the Big 12 for Houston toughest league in the nation big guy and they're sitting in first place 20 game home win streak for the cougars they went from having almost no home court advantage a, a little while ago that place was crazy last night rick patino doubled down and we'll get into tonight's college basketball slate coming back sharp money just getting started when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings, our NBA spot with Zach Harper, the athletic NBA writer, of course, Sirius XM NBA radio, athletic NBA show, Count the Ding, Cinephobe, all of that at Talk Hoops on Twitter. Takes a little bit of a detour today as he's going to be on the phone. We generally do two segments. It's just going to be one with our NBA insider because for those that don't know, it has rained in Los Angeles for like three straight weeks. The infrastructure in these houses is not prepared for that type of saturation and right now Zach Harper is dealing with a hole in his roof is that factual yep that is that is factual right now uh but the good news is they they're doing something about it you know a year ago when this happened they didn't Well, again, like you said during the break, it's not inconvenient to be displaced and have a hole in your roof. So I hope that rectifies itself pretty quickly here. I think I, you know what, I think, uh, you know, there are definitely worse problems to have, but I do have, they they do have very uh, good workers, construction people here working on it. It's just, you know, does that take a year? I don't know. (laughs) Well, maybe you should, after this segment, maybe you should break out your hard hat, Zach, and get to work now. Speaking of hard hats, let's... That'll definitely definitely help it. (laughs) I would say you and I are probably not the most handy people. Um, Okay. Speaking of hard hat, a lot of conversation coming out of Sunday about fixing the All-Star game. And you did write about it with some of your fellow writers there at The Athletic. Would you like to help us? Can I just quickly tell you, I don't care about the All-Star game unless I'm betting it. And the only way to fix it is to go back to being a kid because that's when it mattered to me. How about you? Yeah, like I just, I don't even need, I feel like it, it, these days it's like accidentally good when it's good, right? Like it's just like if it happens to be close going into halfway through the fourth quarter, then we're going to get some good effort, a good finish and everything. And maybe that's how it's been for longer than I care to remember. Um, I just want, I'm more concerned about like all-star Saturday to me. That's the one that matters way more. And other than the, the shootout between Steph and Sabrina and, and maybe the, the rising stars game on Friday and, and the three point shootout, like it was just, it was just kind of a, a dud of a weekend. And so I would rather fix the stuff before the all-star game and just hope the all-star game's good. Is there a way that you would fix Saturday? Yeah. Money. Put up money. Like, you wanted people to care about the in-season tournament. What happened? They put up money for all the players who made it that far, and that worked it out. You want the real dunkers to get – you don't want to have to not ask Obi Toppin's brother to be a, a dunk contest <laughs> participant. Then put up a bunch of money that's way more than they put up now, and you'll have guys like Zion and John Morant, even though he only has one arm right now. Like, you'll get all those guys wanting to do it. Like, you – it doesn't take much to fix the dunk contest – you just need dunkers. They didn't have, they had a dunker this year. Um, although Jacob Toppin did get screwed on that, on that first dunk. That's a 50. I, I don't know what they were watching in terms of the judges. And then for the, I actually think the skills challenge is still a good event. As long as you don't have a team, like they, they got it. They made it a team format to get like Giannis's brothers involved years ago and just stuck with it. Just have four guards against four bigs. That's all you need. It's what Zach Harper, the athletic, our NBA insider here on Sharp Money. It's wild to see Lillard so into All-Star Weekend because he hasn't been that into the regular season for the Bucs, no? Well, he's probably networking. 
trying to figure out a way to get out of there. <laughs> you got, you got he wants to go down to your. He wants to go down to Miami and play with your culture. I just, I God, I wish I could. I wish I could. Uh, I oh man, I think it was maybe Jared Wade on Twitter, but someone said that Doc Rivers in every interview right now is telling a tell-all, even though it's like in real time. Like it just none of this stuff makes sense with the Bucks right now, and I feel like Dame is looking at all this going. So this is what I've gotten myself into, huh? How do I get myself out of it? It's a it's a disaster, and I don't think the Bucks are going to self-correct. Let's bring up a couple of teams from the West, and I'm going to give you the odds from DraftKings, and you tell me which one you'd bet. Now, these are championship okay. odds, so a long shot for both. But Minnesota, the former team you covered, are 22-1 to 1 to win a championship, and the Oklahoma City Thunder are 25-1. to 1. If I gave you 100 bucks, which one would you bet? I think I might bet the thunder on that one. Now I don't like their inexperience going into all this. I do think experience matters. Even if you just have one postseason under your belt, no one really goes without any experience across the board and goes in and wins a title, but they're great on both ends of the floor. They're a great offensive team. They're a great defensive team. They have a ton of outside shooting. They don't have great size. Although I like the Bismack Biombo pickup just to, to battle Jokic for a few minutes here and there. But I do think that's the best well-rounded team. Although the Timberwolves, you know, they, they're not as deep and you have to wonder if, if cat's going to be good in the playoffs and if Gobert's going to be good in the playoffs, but they do have Anthony Edwards and Anthony Edwards is that guy or seems to be on the way to being that guy. Zach, let me ask you a similar question in the East. Now, remember, this is value. I hand you a hundred bucks and you can bet the Celtics at plus two sixty. So a hundred dollars, two sixty is the amount you get back or the Cleveland Cavaliers, 30 to one for a hundred bucks. Which one do you feel better about? I feel better about the Celtics. I, you know, I, the Cavs looked great last year. They looked maybe even as good as they look so far this year, at least over the last month or so. And they just crapped the bed in the first round against a Knicks team. That was not that good. If they had done that against this year's Knicks team, I would be like, yeah, that's understandable. That, that Knicks team last year was not that good. Like not not that good compared to what we saw from Cleveland in in the entirety of the regular season, and so like I just I'm in a mode with Cleveland like I got to see it in the playoffs, and I know that's unsatisfying, and Cavs fans are going to hate that and everything, but there are a bunch of teams in that category for me where I'll take the sure thing with with the Celtics plus two sixty rather than just chasing some wild goose chase with with Donovan Mitchell and that crew. Zach Harper, the athletic, of course, Sirius XM NBA insider joining us. He doesn't have a roof, but he's got a phone. So that works for us. The second half or second, I guess, final third of the season. Let's talk some storylines. I know specifically people are obsessed with what's going to happen with the Lakers and the Warriors. You can comment there whether or not you think they make the play-in or the postseason here. But are there other storylines you're focusing on for the final third? Man, I really want to see what Dallas can do. And and I I think Dallas, the moves they made at the deadline and the way Luka's playing right now and as good as this team is in the clutch, I feel like they're – kind of a story that is just no one's really paying attention to. And I get it. Like you have to rely on Kyrie and all that stuff, but I, I think they're really good. And I think they're a team that could surprise a lot of people in the West, but in terms of the Warriors and the Lakers, like, yeah, they'll make the playoffs. I think, I think they'll both get through the playing tournament. But after that, there's not, there's just not much there. The teams just aren't that good. Like the Warriors have been better lately. Maybe they get some of that magic. Like they, they figured out, 
how to use Jonathan Kuminga, and they're and they're talking him up really well. But it, nothing of what we've seen, even as of late, looks like championship level basketball from them. And we know what that looks like, and we haven't seen that. And then the Lakers, like, come on, what are we doing here? Like, we're we're freaking out because they picked up Spencer Dinwiddie, who shot thirty seven percent this year. Like, I mean, I just I don't I don't see the I don't see the draw in that unless you just believe LeBron has that one run in him to lift everybody up. Um, and in the Western Conference, like I mentioned Dallas, I'm intrigued by New Orleans. I don't know if they're actually going to do anything, but man, that team's good and that team's deep and they're good on both ends of the floor too. I'm glad you brought up Luka. So I'm taking a look at DraftKings right now. Jokic is my, minus 135 MVP. SGA is plus 210. So your second betting favorite. Giannis is eight and a half to one. And Luka's nine and a half to one. So your best, fourth bet, betting favorite. His numbers, he score, he's averaging 34 points a game, nine rebounds, and nine and a half assists. Why does it feel like this dude is overlooked in some way? Almost like, is there an attritional thing to Luka? Because his numbers are bananas. Yeah, I think we've just gotten used to it, right? I think that we got used to it with Jokic. We got used to it with him. Like, it happened with Russ, you know, in... A few years, uh, few years ago, before he joined the Lakers, like, it, like it, you just like, okay, these are these numbers are insane, and when you really put them in historical context, like it's they don't make a lot of sense, right? Like Luca's playing by far the best basketball of his life, and and we're just kind of like, yeah, whatever, and I don't know why we're numb to it. I don't. I think just it's the scoring explosion in general. Numbers don't really mean as much as they used to, or don't seem to mean as much as they used to. But he is playing at a level that we've never seen from him before. And it, it should be more of a story. Is he in shape? No, that's the thing. He looks like a dad. Like he just had a kid, right? His, his significant other yes. just, like, just had a kid and he looks out of shape, but he makes it work. Like he is, I don't think the dad bod went, went away, but that was like a real trend for a while. And I think if anything, he's bringing it to the NBA in a way that even Jokic couldn't do. He's doing God's work. He really, I mean, the numbers are insane. Like, I, I, I mean this lovingly. I, I'm not trying, like, he looks terrible physically. <laughs> right. Falling right. Out, out of control. Yeah. And we've gotten Kyrie well behaved. Like, to be fair to him, he's been on his best behavior this year. Absolutely. And we all know that when things go well with Kyrie, they stay going well with Kyrie. So there's no yes. concern there. Yes, you shouldn't be concerned about a road bump. Like Kyrie definitely will have a hole in his ceiling soon. Zach Harper, the athletic NBA writer. Check out all the podcasts. Give him a follow on Twitter at talk hoops. Thank you. Even though you're going through that for giving us a few minutes, Zach, we'll talk to you next week. Avoid rain inside your own home. That's what I would suggest. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I, that's not a great sign. It's, it's generally meant to be outside. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. And that is a real thing. I will tell you because we've had an unprecedented amount of rainfall here in Los Angeles. And I have a middle of my roof uh, at my house. I have a huge saturation spot. Now I rent. So I let the people know that we don't have a leak quite yet, but it should, it may be on the way. Okay. When we return, Dustin just sent me, this is crazy. So we have movement in the, where will this quarterback end up next market? As we were talking about it, we'll update you next. This. 
This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. The T stands for thick. You got me on that one, big guy. Should have pulled that one out on the air. No sweat bet for Dustin Sweetelson when he signs up at DraftKings. But you too, new customers. If you're looking for a betting edge, make sure you check out DraftKings. Five bucks gets you a no sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. So $1,000 free roll, essentially. Download the app and use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N, when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Dustin Sweetelson, live downtown Las Vegas at the D. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles as we welcome you back. This is Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings, VSIN, the sports betting network. And we keep on promising you an avalanche of plays here on the program. So, again, just to recap, we've got Thomas Gable with three college basketball plays. We've got Tyler Shoemaker. We've got Aaron Halterman with a couple of hockey We've got the plug with some soccer. I've got two college basketball plays, which we always hold on to until end of the show. Dustin's got plenty of plays as well. But right now, how about fellow VSIN host Mike Samich with his family play of the day? coming at you here with the sharp money play of the day working on some home improvement but there's always some time for some action we're going to look at the bowling green falcons taking on the central michigan at chippewas in this spot central michigan currently a one and a half point favorite and this is a tale of two different teams going in two different directions if you look at bowling green they're five they're two and five over their last seven games central michigan won seven of their last eight that includes a matchup between these two teams where central michigan was able to get a one point double overtime thriller win at bowling green but the key in that game is that bowling green won the turnover battle 16 to 3 it's highly unlikely we're going to see another 13 turnover differential in this spot and central michigan was able to absolutely dominate the boards winning the rebounding battle 52 to 37 something that is repeatable now we get the home team laying a short price with a big time rebounding edge so we're going to lay it with central michigan today lay the point and a half with the chippewas and hopefully we'll see you at the window all right there it is a Samo bomb. Hit me, Larry. Another one. Samo bomb. Hit me. Hit me. That's what's up. Beautiful. Hey, look. Samich over here with the backward hat. <laughs> I knew this Chill, bro. <laughs> Can we clean it up just a little bit? Samich is always the like consummate professional, and he comes in. The only thing he was missing with his skateboard and like, come on, kids. Let's go this way. Like, Samich, what's going on here? I don't know where a backwards hat Samich uh, rates for me. I had big brother Samich on Friday giving me some advice that I did not take. We get a spicy Samich from time to time. This morning, heard a little business Samich. Uh, hey. But sexy Samich with the lighting he has in there when he comes on the show on Fridays. Yep. Backwards yep. hat Samich. I don't, it's not high on the rankings for me right now. I never thought I'd see Mike Samich with a backward hat on. I feel like he would sit you down and teach you about etiquette. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is what side the fork's supposed to be on. This is where the spoon's supposed to be. So the idea of him in a backward hat just kind of blew my mind. Just like this bomb, the Samo bomb. Hit me, Larry. Come on, Larry. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. There it is. Nice work. Uh, as Aaron Halterman, you'll get his plays in just a little bit. He just wrote in, how about midlife crisis, Samich? <laughs> Yeah, he's going through something. You don't look. 
Mike Zomich looks like the kind of guy to me who says, like, I don't wear a backwards hat. It's meant to be wear fo worn forward. Like, you don't walk into a baseball field wearing a backwards hat. It's disrespectful to the game. <laughs> there he is. That is, mid no, Aaron wins. Midlife crisis Zomich. There's spicy Zomich, sexy Zomich, horse racing Zomich, bitter Zomich, business Zomich, midlife crisis Zomich. That's it. That's the winner. So Congratulations, you, Alterman. Is he going to go Harley Davidson or Crotch Rocket? Which kind of motorcycle is he going to end up with? He just – can we throw the picture up one more time? We're going to get to the football. I, he just looks uncomfortable. It doesn't even look like something – like it's almost like his wife put him up to it. It's way too low. It's essentially covering his eyebrows. That's too big on him. That's a disaster. He looks like Steve Buscemi in the meme from the TV show that I don't know what it's from, where he's an old man in high school with the skateboard. He's like, hey, kids, what are we doing today, fellow young people? Yes, he does, 100%. Samich is now a meme. Let's get back to three-point stance, big guy. And we're talking about the quarterback. So uh, right now, Justin Fields, the favorite to land him would be the Atlanta Falcons at DraftKings. And the favorite to land... Russell Wilson, he's out of Denver, is even money right now with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The other free agents on the board as far as quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, it's fascinating what's going to happen because before the injury, Cousins was an MVP candidate. He was playing about as good as you can play in that O'Connell system. Tannehill, Brissett, Trubisky, Tyrod Taylor, I'm sorry, Aaron's making me laugh. Tyrod Taylor, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold. These are others that are free agents, but I pass it to you for three-point stance. Yeah, the latest report coming from uh, Jeremy Fowler, or I'm sorry, this is Albert <laughs> Breer. Vikings are not willing to give Kirk Cousins a fully guaranteed contract. Now, here's the thing. There were reports a few weeks ago where he was willing to take a home a home. Uh, town discount. It's not really his hometown, though. His new hometown discount. Obviously, you haven't watched the show, but anyone who saw the QB show on Netflix, they saw this massive mansion he has in Minnesota and his family-loving life there, and they have this giant swing set, and he's just living the life. And I think that's an element you always bring up. Like, these are human beings, too. They really want to upend their life. So he won't get the guaranteed money this time, it looks like, according to the report from Breer. But he is willing to take somewhat of a discount here. So I think he has to be end up back in Minnesota. Yeah, and you, like you said, it's very important. I'm not sure if they sell swing sets outside of the state of Minnesota. So Cousins may stick around for the swing set. The problem is, big guy, we don't know if the Vikings philosophically want to keep him either because there's been some rumblings. You just mentioned the guaranteed money. You know, He'd bet on himself in Washington with the two consecutive franchise tags, which really have never been done before. And then he got the guaranteed cash with Minnesota later in his career. The commanders are still licking the runes from letting him walk because they lowballed him. And, and now here he is. It'll be fascinating. It's not necessarily just cousins, but what the Vikings want to do. Yeah. I just think he fits that O'Connell system so perfectly, but maybe they're scared of the Achilles, right? Like that, that plays a role in this. We've got two quarterbacks coming off Achilles injuries, and that's always a dangerous thing to come back from. I mean, more for the explosive athletes, but it's still going to impact them. And who knows if he's ready for week one? Midlife crisis Samich has replied, and we're getting defensive Samich. Oh. He said, hey, I was doing home improvement stuff. That's why he had the backward hat on. Okay, we digress. What else is up here? Three-point stance. Yeah, lots, a lot happening in the quarterback market, obviously, as you pointed out. One note on Justin Fields. Albert Breer had a report today. Chicago plans to have a plan in place at quarterback by next week at the scouting combine. Oh, that that. 
informs me. Next week is the scouting combine at Indianapolis. Uh, Breer reports the Bears got a lot of inquiries from other teams about Fields while they were at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, I mean, he's a valuable chip at the most important position in any sport. I think it's important. Okay, what else? Can I blow your mind? Sure. Destin Adams, who is a uh, NFL draft analyst, tweeted this out last night, and I, I honestly, I thought about it a lot. I think I even dreamed about it, thought it was fake. He said, the NFL is higher on J.J. McCarthy or significantly higher on J.J. McCarthy than I ever could have imagined. I had a direct source today share that a team in the NFC has J.J. McCarthy as their QB2 this year. Okay, and was there a QB1 mentioned, or was it just inferred that it was Caleb Williams? I think, yeah, I think the, they're inferring that it is Caleb So the Williams inference indeed. is Caleb. Dustin Sweetison, let me tell you something. You didn't blow my mind because you already told me that this morning, but I'm going to tell you something right now. If a team drafts J.J. McCarthy in the first round, they will live to resent that pick. I'm gonna, look, you can say what you want. Trubisky was taken early. You can go on and on. We talked about the last Kenny Pickett was the 20th overall pick. You can go on and on about these teams that reach for a quarterback. And what Jim Harbaugh said when he left Michigan, all he was doing was gassing up his own player. And he said he's the best player in the draft. I said on the air, I'm going to pay one of you 500 bucks if J.J. McCarthy goes one overall. There's going to be a lot of J.J. McCarthy love, and he is going to be a first-round pick. It's just going to be a mistake. He ain't that guy. Jim Harbaugh loves him so much, he should trade Justin Herbert and then draft J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't advise him to do that. <laughs> Regardless of how much slander you throw at Justin Herbert, he's still prototypical. He, dude, there is no way that he knows exactly what he was doing. He was trying to gas up his own player for the of draft. Of course, of course. All right, one more report here. Uh, this coming from ESPN's Jeremy Fowler. People around the NFL believe that the Texans could try and improve at the RB position. Last year, Devin Singletary, Damian Pierce, they want someone more explosive. Would you pay a Saquon Barkley or Derrick Henry to go down to Houston, Patrick? Yeah, I have no problem with picking up Saquon Barkley, what, five years into his career. I had a massive problem with Saquon Barkley being the number two overall draft pick in the draft. If you're using now, Jameer Gibbs aside, I'd like to apologize, but if you're using a first rounder on a running back, it's a disaster. Ask the Giants who would love to move on from Saquon Barkley after franchising him last year. Didn't they? Or did they give him a one year They franchised deal? him, and I don't know why they're minus 150 favorites. There's, I don't see a world where he comes back. Earlier, you said JBT, the T stands for thick. He said, you're so screwed, and you just sent over some strawberries. So he's in on the diet. Zach Harper next, NBA. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'll let VSIN managing editor Adam Burke repeat what Dustin Sweetelson just said as we welcome you back here on show. That was the weirdest thing and a lot of weird things coming out of the big guy's mouth. But that was one of the oddest as we say hi and welcome you back. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. VSIN, the sports betting network. I mentioned Adam Burke, of course. VSIN, managing editor, vsin.com. We say hi to Berkey Tuesday, Adam. And then, of course, he's sitting next to Dustin Sweetelson. Dustin, I'm not going to ask you to repeat yourself, <laughs> but could you at least apologize? No, I can give a, a, a version of it that's appropriate. Adam was talking about something that was giving me anxiety, and I said that there was a portion of my body that could feel that anxiousness. And, in fact, that part of the body was feeling lightheaded. And it does have a head, and it's not on my neck. Would have been cool, not necessarily to give details, but again, I accept your apology. With that, we say hi to Adam, and we'll get to the news, I, I which swear is that Adam's. The, the opens, when I come on, are, I, I don't know where they come from, but I don't know. I, I, I guess Dustin's happy I'm here. I don't know. Well, he's happy to see you. Uh, we'll get to VEASAN.com and, and what VEASAN pros can expect in just a bit. But I actually heard something during the break that I was unaware of. Coming up this Thursday, did you say? Femi Abebefe, one of the great hosts here at VEASAN. He's got his bachelor's party. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we'll see what kind of shenanigans uh, take place. Uh, uh, is there a plane involved? Like, where, where, I don't, You don't have to give the exact like latitude, longitude, but... Are we traveling somewhere? Because you do happen to live in one of the great bachelor party cities in the world. You know, we do. Um, it's not here. Oh, but, right. uh, 
will be interesting. I, I don't <laughs> want to give too many details away. Femi <laughs> might have stalkers out there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, he uh, is popular. You know, I, I don't want I don't want all the ladies out there that tune into the GM shuffle to know that uh, his last hurrah. Yeah, it's, is, it's is their coming. last shot, right? Yeah. To holler. Yeah. Oh, his DMs are going to be wild. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I don't want that. I got to look out oh. for my brother, man. <laughs> no, you're a good man. Now, I'm not trying to start controversy, but Dustin, last time I checked, you weren't invited. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> look, look, I, I, I understand it. I wouldn't invite me because I do have a problem. When I go out, the night does become about Dustin, and that is a night meant for someone else. So I probably wouldn't invite me either. I think Femi made the right call in asking Berkey to come and not Dustin. Well, Ber Berkey's a great respect. a great guy to drink with because, like, about two drinks in, he really peps up and he can give shots, take shots, facilitate the conversation. He's a good drinking buddy. So what I'm what I'm hope what I'm hearing is that going forward on Tuesdays, I'm going to sit down. There'll be a couple of Molsons here from Bar Canada, yes. and then yes. the segment will progressively get better as we get going. <laughs> Molson, maybe a couple of Molson ices. With oh, that God. Oh. Extra. Has ADP Greg Peterson rated Molson ice yet? Do we know? <laughs> I think he just got done with Budweiser. Um, <laughs> now, I want to give you props. I know you hate when I do this, but VEASAN.com, killing it. One thing that I really enjoyed, and I don't know if people realize it's free, but the NBA primer that we dropped, you know, a lot of these guides, we've got the college basketball betting guide coming out, which you can get into a little bit. But a lot of the guides, you have to be a VEASAN pro and a, a great one for the audience. You don't even have to be a pro. You can go download the, the second half of the NBA primer for free, Adam. Yeah, our NBA at the break betting primer, Zachary Cohen, Jonathan Von Tobel, Kelly Bidlin did an excellent job with that. Uh, look at both the Eastern and Western conferences, contenders, pretenders, some betting tips as we go throughout the remainder of the regular season. Also an updated look at the MVP market, which is you know very interesting here this season, to say the least. So uh, a good thing for people catching up. You know, we did the same thing with college basketball, uh, kind of catching up on where the season's at. We're doing the same thing now with the NBA because – we know it's a football-driven business. Everybody knows that. Everyone wants to bet the NFL. Everybody wants to bet college. But there are other sports going on and some that maybe you haven't paid that much attention to. So Zach, my senior editor, was the point man on that. Very happy and proud of the job that he did putting that together, rounding up JVT and Kelly to get their things in on time. Uh, so you can check that out over at vcin.com. And then next Monday we'll have my MLB primer. So a free version of an MLB how to bet on baseball type of guide going into the season. And then as we go throughout the month of March, I'll be posting my team previews uh, that will be behind the paywall for VSIN subscribers over at vsin.com. Hear me out on this. And Dustin, we talked about it earlier and the baseball primer and the baseball guide that Adam Burke puts together is second to none. I, I love it. It's comprehensive. It's dense. There's a lot of words. There's a lot of information. I'm going to say this right now. If you guys didn't hear what Anthony Rendon recently said and Mike Trout, I think we have the clip from Rendon. Dustin's pulling it up right now. Anthony Rendon might be, and again, baseball has a lot of issues as far as, you know, getting casual fans into the sport. And Anthony Rendon is not underpaid, Adam Burke. Now, before we play the clip, I'm going to ask you, did you hear what he said? Now, he's cantankerous. He's always been weird about the media. But do you know what I'm talking about with Trout and Rendon here? I did. I did hear it. And uh, he is vastly overpaid. He's very much not underpaid. <laughs> he's got, I think, three years left on his deal with the Angels. He's been there for a while. 
Dustin's played more games for the Angels, and it's an issue. Now, big guy, do you have the clip? We do, because uh, Anthony Rendon was asked about where, you know, playing baseball ranks is a prior priority for him, and here's what he had to say. Is it still a top priority for you? That's well, never been a top priority for me. This is a job, so I do this to make a living. Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time it is. So, Did you, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have answered your question. So why do you keep picking at it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you technically answered it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so a couple of things. One, what Anthony needs to understand is the relationship with the media. It's sim It's it's there's some synergy there because the reason you get paid. Hello, $38 million this year is because they cover you and expose the sport in a good way. He has made $25 million, $27.5 million, $36 million, $38 million last year, $38 million this year. He's guaranteed $38 million next year and $38 million, Adam Burke, in 2026. And he can't be bothered to answer a question. Baseball, you have major issues. I mean, to be fair, that's more of an answer than he gave last year. Anytime the media tried to talk to him. So in some respects, he's kind of improving, I guess I would say. Uh, look, I mean, this is one of those things. Obviously, the optics are really bad, right? And when you're like that to the media, I mean, I, you know, I grew up in, in the, 90, the era of the 90s with the Indians. And Albert Bell was very, very abrasive, very abrasive with the media. And I've heard stories about Barry Bonds and how he treated the media and all of that. The media is able to write your narrative. The media is able to frame you, who you are as a player, and then how you conduct yourself. So doing it the media is never going to be a good idea. I will say this. Like, Rendon kind of said the part you're not supposed to say out loud. We're like, I'm sure there are guys that do that as a job, right? It's a very good job to have when you're a world-class athlete, but you are away from your family a lot. And there are sacrifices that you do have to make. It's not like you show up at 7 o'clock for a 7 o'clock game, and that's it. You know, you're lifting weights, you're going to batting practice, you're getting training, all those kinds of things, not to mention you're traveling a ton. I get it. It's not as glamorous and great of a lifestyle as some people make it out to be. Also, you just don't say that part out loud. So for Rendon, and also the, the tone in which he said it, definitely not a good look overall. But, I mean, this was something that the media knows that he's just not happy, not a great interview, not a great soundbite. They know they can lead him a little bit too, and he played right into it here. Yeah, and I'm glad they did because enough's enough. I totally agree. You know, the schedule can be grueling. $38 million can help. Now, yes. I'm not saying money is everything in life. Let me just be very clear. Family, and if it's your faith, should come before your job. I'm not pretending like Rendon is wrong in saying that. It's just like I always say to you, big guy, just because you think it, you don't have to say it, and you should be well compensated <laughs> at $38 million. Just smile and say, happy to be here. I hope to help the Angels win some games this year. Well, in 13 seasons, he's made $154.427 million. That's what he's made so far. He's got 38 this way, 38 next year, 38 the year after. He's going to round out his career just a tick under 100 or 200 and $69 million. It's a crazy amount of money to be playing. Uh, I actually don't disagree with anything he said. It's the tone, like Burke said. Absolutely. Family comes first. You, you're a religious person. Put your religion first. I totally understand that. But he could have also said, but this does also matter to me. 
Playing for this team matters for me. Trying to win matters for me. And it's kind of a microcosm of the Angels as a whole because that's the general vibes they give off as an organization. Is like baseball's there and it's cool, but there's no priority to really do anything that matters, which is weird why Mike Trout said what he said later where he's cool with staying there and just kind of fading away into the existence. <laughs> I think the biggest thing right now is I think the easy way out is just ask for a trade. Um, you know, there might be a time, maybe. Uh, I've, I really haven't thought about this, but, uh, you know, when I signed that contract, I, I'm loyal. You know, I want to win the championship here. And, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's mainly. I think the, the, the overall picture of winning a championship or getting to the playoffs here is bigger satisfaction, bailing out and just taking the easy way out. So I think that's... That's why I've been my mindset, you know, maybe down the road if something's changed, but that's been my mindset ever since the trade speculations, you know, came up. So, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's one of the great players of all time, Mike, uh, Adam Burke, Mike Trout, and I have yep. no problem with what he just said there. Well, I mean, you could tell he, he probably didn't really want to say what he actually wanted to say, which is get me the hell out of here. Uh, I mean, look, the, the body language for him in center field over the last few seasons does not look good. And, of course, now, you know, the back issue popping up. Look, the thing about Rendon, I don't want to make excuses for the guy, but he was on a Hall of Fame trajectory, age 24 to 29, because third base is a very weak position in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Injuries have completely derailed his career. I guess I can kind of see him wanting to move on, but the price tag, you can't do it. Well, the baseball primer is coming out on Monday. <laughs> Get excited. Berkey's great with it. We're coming back here. Sharp Money. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 